ESPN. Kelly Blue Book is the one-stop shop for pricing, fixing, selling, and instant cash offering. Instant cash offer is exactly what it sounds like. An official offer to buy or trade your car. Just enter your VIN or license plate. Answer a few questions about your car's history and what kind of condition it's in. In minutes, you'll receive an offer to sell or trade your car that you can be sure is fair. Then choose a dealer to purchase your car and schedule a time to meet. For all of the it's, kbb.com. At the Home Depot, we have savings on laundry sets that fit your lifestyle. Like Whirlpool Laundry with a 2-in-1 removable agitator that allows you to customize any load. Simply remove the agitator to fit bulky items or keep it in to help break down dirt and grime. And with flexible capacity, you can finish more loads in less time. Get up to $450 off select laundry sets from top brands like Whirlpool at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Pricing valid January 4th through the 24th. U.S. only. See store or online for details. Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest columnist. You ain't got to do nothing, homeboy. You ain't writing nothing. <laughs> no, you ain't. ain't writing nothing. I ain't letting him write. He ain't getting no interviews. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Calkins Show. I don't get no interviews. I know. I'm good. I'm good. On 92.9 FM ESPN. Gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I make you ugly as soon as it drops. We're on a rampage. Bubbles popping up before you know where this rubble and dust. Cause we'll be pushing it up. Somebody say you It's Tuesday. Um, you want the good news, Jeffy? No, I'm a bad news first guy. No, well, I'll give you the good news because right. I'm a good news first guy. The uh, Fred Jones has released new dates for the Southern Heritage Classic, meaning, according to Sam Hardiman over the Daily Nephew, meaning that Fred was the only one who was not yet happy with the transfer of the uh, the uh, the uh, Liberty Bowl to uh, Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium to the University of Memphis, and he's apparently happy now, and so it's going to go through today. So there you go. That's something. Um, Memphis Tiger basketball team, despite their narrow uh, escape. Didn't lose Sunday, to Charlotte. Uh, didn't lose to Charlotte, and up to 13 in the, uh, in the poll. So uh, there you go. And, um, okay, that's all I got. That's, that's about all I got because there I was and there we all were. I don't know what everyone was doing. I suppose a lot of you were watching the national championship game. I was watching the national championship game, which was, um, congratulations to Michigan, by the way. Uh, nice to see the best fight song in the land to suddenly match up with the best football team. Yes, of course. In the mm-hmm. land, 15-0. and 0. Uh, and uh, it was it was a weird game because it felt like an absolute rout from the beginning, and but there you go into the fourth quarter. It's a one score game, but it never felt like a one score game. A one ever. score game ever, ever, ever. Listen, I really, I mean, we'll talk more about this at some point during the course of the show. But um, um, 174 rushing yards in the first quarter, like th- th- there you go. Um, and uh, so it was a. It almost felt like the smallest margin of victory was twenty-one points, and then, and it was really interesting because after, after seeing what Michael Penix did in the semifinal game, final game, I went back and I just started reading scouting reports. Mm-hmm. Right, like why is he not? And of course, he did in a bunch of mock draft jump into the teens after that performance, but had generally not been a first-round pick. 
and so why? And and it wasn't so much that you need to be a mobile quarterback. That's part of it, yes. But it was that when he he got he doesn't throw off platform. He doesn't when if he doesn't have a clean pocket, he's not that accurate on middle range stuff. He's you know when he's rolling out, he's not like that. Was a lot of the if he has a clean pocket and he's throwing deep, best quarterback in the land. Yeah, he also has he has a wind up. And he has a windup too. Like, and he, and he has everyone a talks about his quick release. His quick release is he's very decisive. Right. But no, he's very but he decisive, but he has a windup, which actually hurts him in those right. plays where you're sort of creating. Correct. Right. He can't. He needs to. He has like a tilt. Load. He has like a tilt move. So you can see it. I mean, uh, you know, when you, when you're faced to go. Then again, you know, Michigan, Alabama thought they'd solve their quarterback problems yeah. until they get one up against Michigan. So anyway, so uh, but we'll talk more about that game as um, as the show progresses. And today on the show, uh, we will have, we do believe, uh, Chris Harrington straight up at 10 o'clock. He has an appointment that could spill over a little bit into 10, but we're hopeful we're going to get Chris straight up at 10 o'clock. And then, of course, it's Fish on Friday on Tuesday, so we can happily turn our attention to other matters towards the end of the show. But anyway, I was minding my own business, watching the game, eating some chili, and uh, hearing the rains come down. (sighs) When the news comes across the transom... John Morant out for the season. What a effing gut punch. It just deflated everything. And you and I texted about a little bit about it last night. I have a column up at the Daily Memphian. Chris Harrington has a very thoughtful column up, which I'd urge you to read at the Daily Memphian. There will be lots of things said and lots of things written, um, and lots of things to analyze about this franchise going forward. But at some level, it's you almost don't need words. It just, the news descends yeah. upon you. It is a punch to the solar plexus. It is, it's, you just almost can't believe it. On top of everything else, you almost can't just believe it. It is a, it is a uh, dramatically magnified version of how I'm going to presume all you Grizzlies fans felt the Sunday before the season began when we got the news that Stephen Adams was out for the season. Indeed, I would suggest that the defining memories of this season, as great as it was to see John Morant dunk on or around Wemby, and as even as great as it was, which I think is the best basketball moment of the season, John Morant coming back to beat the Pelicans in his first game back with at the buzzer, right? As great as those were, this season will be defined by two moments that unfolded not on the court, not while you were watching a game, But when you got the news, first, when you got the news about Steven Adams, because you knew right then that this season had taken a big hit and had been diminished. And then secondly, when we get the news that uh, that John Morant is out for the year. I think the overwhelming, the overwhelming feeling and let's just acknowledge it, is sadness, depression, glum, as someone said on social media, I quit. <laughs> like, that's sort, of that sort of the prevailing feeling. Where, what, what were your, you obviously, did you, did you wager on the game, by the way? Uh, yeah, I did. <clears throat> I, I didn't go very heavy because I didn't have a, I, I've, I told Gabe after our show, he's like, what are you going to do? And I was like, I don't know, either way I'm going to be wrong. I'm either going to bet. Washington and Michigan's just going to run it right down their throat. Right. Or I'm going to bet Michigan and, and then Penix is going to play the game of his life. It turned out to be it was the, the first one. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. I mean, it's just. As, no, I mean, I think as you, you and I you completely moment, nailed it's it. It's just then. like, what the hell? Like, no, you nailed it. It's the, it's the, and they're the exact, honestly, the same reaction to both, but it's the. But where magnified. were you? Where were right. you? Where, you, where were you? 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 Where were
Most of us were on our couches last night. I remember. I literally do remember um, where I was when I heard about um, Stephen Adams. I was leaving Hog and Hominy. I, I had, was in the. I was in the drive-through line at a uh, Whataburger. <laughs> I, I mean, and uh, and so here we are. That is that season. Um, it is a torn it was, labor. It was the day of my daughter's. Uh, what do you call them? Infant pictures? Like what? I don't yeah, know. We, yeah, what baby, it, like, baby pics. Yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So, all right, well, let's go through a few of these things, and I, I think we will. I, I don't know how much you all want to talk about it. We're not going to talk about it right now. In the next segment, we'll start by opening the phones and getting your thoughts on this. Um, well, we like to help the community grieve, uh, but if you don't want to, we have a million other things to talk about as well, and, of course, we'll talk about it again with Chris Harrington straight up at 10 o'clock. But let's just go through uh, some of the things that we need to consider. One is uh, the injury itself is a, uh, a subluxation. Uh, at Saturday's training session, this according to their release, Morant suffered a subluxation of his right shoulder following ongoing soreness and instability. Morant underwent an MRI, that was yesterday, by the way, that revealed an underlying labral tear, a release from the team said, this according to Drew Hill, uh, who wrote about it for the Daily Memphian. Um, recovery is supposed to be uh, about... Uh, it. it five months or so, and so there's not, who knows, like, who knows how things go, but there's not much. This isn't one that's supposed to spill into next season or anything else. Um, I mentioned yesterday, as we were contemplating our perfect weekend of sports in Memphis, boy, doesn't that look silly in retrospect, uh, that the one... Well, it's like if you were to tell, if you were to tell yesterday as a like as a cinematic experience right. that would be the perfect it's like right. the calm before the storm like, right that was a great weekend we did make note that he was in a sling and that did seem a little odd and a little ominous but it was not the big subject of calm. now we had other things to talk about lots of actual games to talk about uh including their the grizzlies own victory um victories victories over the weekend but um but there you go um, I suppose there will be some out there. In fact, I've already seen it. Like, uh, Grizzlies and their injuries. I hate the Grizzlies and their injuries. I'm, I'm just not that interested in that. Um, there's no question that the Steven Adams thing, for one reason or another, was a, 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 a complete misjudgment. Um, on, on, but this, like, whatever. Like, I don't even care when they... Sh- like, some people are upset that they weren't more transparent the day before. What, you need some... Hints that it's ominous or something? He was in a sling. The reality is the reality is the reality, and how they phrase it or present it or when they honestly phrase it or present it, unless you're, like, building, unless you're buying tickets based on going to some game because you think, what, I just, I'm I'm not that interested in that part of this, in, in ripping the, I don't think the Grizzlies' injury history has anything to do with this. I think it's horrible luck, and it stinks, and there you go i would i would also add like they didn't hide it before you went to a home game like, no they certainly re- didn't before you went to a home game no yeah. just some people just like one and more yeah. I, I saw some grumbling on grizzlies in their hood whatever i i just think that's reflective grumbling i the, what i'm mad about is the injury i'm not about, about anything well, i think with, that's what they're mad about too <laughs> right. the reality is yeah, yeah um secondly um are they done competitively for the season and the, 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 if the question is, are they done in terms of the hunt for the play-in, the answer is absolutely yes. They're doomed. Yes. I mean, it was a long shot to begin with. When we talked about this yeah, yesterday, uh, yeah, it was the, a the, long this, shot the, to begin with. 60, you know, this team went 6-19. and 19. This team went 6-19. and 19. And mind you. There were other injuries. There were yes, other injuries on the court. But you know what? There may be other injuries. You know who's on the injury report tonight? Jaron, you know, like that. Yes, Marcus Smart was hurt, and Luke Kennard was hurt, and there were other injuries. But they were also healthy at times. There <laughs> will be other injuries going forward. They're going to. I'm not saying they're going to six and nineteen stink. They're going to stink. They're going to stink, and it's going to be more losses than W's. Yes. By the way, when I said that when John ja Morant came back, that in the game. It, it, they were above five hundred. Mm-hmm. That 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 that. Now the great thing the, is everyone. That can, one's in. We're in. That, yeah, that, that one's I, in. I can also claim victory too because it's incomplete. Uh, anyway, um, the uh, so yeah, they're going to stink, and um, and and there's no getting around that. Indeed, 
it's not just that the it's not just that the losses are going to pile up. It's it's the the fun is gone. You know, like I mean the truth of the matter is this is once job ja returned and it was instant how this happened. The joy returned. Even if you had your own misgivings about ja, how Ja had brought this on himself or whatever else, you can't deny that once he returned in that game against New Orleans, it was joy again. And it was joy against Wemby. And it was like, the truth of the matter is, even Sunday, when we didn't know Ja was going to be out, but he wasn't playing in that game, we were invested in that game because Ja was, at least in the bigger sense, back and this theoretical pursuit of a play-in was on and, like, it's just a... We go back to point A. It's a bummer. It's a massive, massive, massive bummer and it is the competitive end. Not that each game can't be competitive, not that there can't be fun moments, not that they can't have some unlikely victories, all of that, but it is the end of any thought that they might be able to make an unlikely run to the play-in. The Grizzlies will be in the lottery. Elliot Perry, get ready. Get those socks back. Get those socks back and get ready for the trip. They're going to be in the lottery. And so then the question is, all right, what's... What is the rest of the season about? What is the rest of the season about? And it's just not a very inspiring thing to say. But the rest of the season is about, this sounds more like a medical procedure than anything else. It's about sorting through what they have and determining which of those things to bring back to put around Ja, Jaron, and Dez next year when presumably, presumably, I make no guarantees, when presumably everyone is healthy. That is the whole goal of the rest of the season. What to keep, what to shed, how to shed what is going to be shed in a way that maximizes the return, how to build a roster for next year. The only goal is next year. They are not going to make some big move uh, to try to elevate their chances to get into the play-in this year. They are aimed and should be aimed and can only be aimed at next year. One of the complexities, though, is that as you're trying to figure out next year, next year, the, 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 what you're trying to figure out is how and who to keep as pieces around John Moran, Right? That is a harder thing to figure out in the absence of Joe Morant. Bingo. And so, like, one of the questions is, which we just started to sort out, how do Joe Morant and Marcus Smart, how does that all work? Well, we won't know how Joe Morant and, we'll, we'll have greater sense about Marcus Smart. We'll see more of Marcus Smart. But we won't see Marcus Smart alongside Joe Morant and Desmond Bain and Jaron Jackson Jr., I, and yeah, that I would is even, the question. I would even change the question. Does it work? And we won't know. <laughs> yeah, we won't know. We, 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 won't, we will not know what that will look like. Here's another one. Zaire. Like, you're going, at some point, you're going to have to sort through the, the flotsam and jetsam. Is that the word? That's the phrase? The, 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 the wings, right? You're going to have to sort through the Roddy, Laravia, Zaire, all of that. I think Vince, we understand, is a keeper, right? So you're going to have to sort through all of that. And some of that, honestly, the one who some of you may have come down on one side or another on Zaire, and it's not looking great. Um, but when you're trying to analyze the full potential of Zaire Williams, we have seen that we only actually, he only achieves his full potential when he's on the floor with John Morant. So how can you judge? How good Zaire Williams can be as a running mate for John Morant in the absence of John Morant. Here's the other complexity, and here's the biggest one, or, or one that does this now give like one of the questions, if we're being honest about it, one of the questions going forward is well, what do you think of the coach? Right? Yeah. And 
Well, first part of the season, we can't judge the coach because he's got that many weapons. He's got nothing. He doesn't have, doesn't have any cards in his deck. Doesn't have whatever, whatever metaphor you want to use, right? So now is the, is, the, is the whole rest of the season a pass? He is not going to have his roster. So does that mean he is beyond analysis? Does that mean you don't question or analyze or think about whether Taylor Jenkins? I actually think it makes <laughs> Jaw's absence. I think I thought Taylor Jenkins was returned next year anyway. I would have said that would be my betting. I would have bet if I just sort of will Taylor Jenkins be the coach day one next year. I would have said yes, right? If you'd asked me that yesterday. Now, I think it's more likely. They will be worse, but I think it's more likely. Because so, all of a sudden now you got John Morant you got I, it gone. I get what you're saying. I also think though you have you have allowed you've al- you're allowing for the scenario where it bottoms out and they might just have to move on. I, I'm not allowing for the scenario. No, I mean, you mean that, that, saying, that? Oh, that that is job. Yeah, job being gone. Yes, now there, means there, that this it, thing there could is, bottom out. There's no other. If there's it, no other. If they play from today going forward at a six and nineteen pace, yeah. you may just have to, just like the Commanders and Ron Rivera. Yeah. Like at some point, you're just like. You know, come on, man. Like, this, no, like this there's, been, a, there's a tacit acknowledgement the roster is what it is, the situation is what it is, but at the same time, it's like. But I think, I do think, make... I think the, it, it's like, even to call excuses, not the, the new reality of the roster, I think makes it harder to, in a clear eyed fashion, analyze Taylor Jenkins, right? Yeah. And, and, and in the same way that it makes it harder to analyze, well, how's this going to work with Marcus Smart? How's it going to work with Zaire Williams? It makes it harder to analyze how's it going to work with Taylor Jenkins. You're like, well, well, what are we going to do? We'll just, you know, he'll focus on development for the rest of the year, and we'll bring him back. And then if they got off to a slow start next year when everyone's healthy, then we'll can him. Yeah. No, I, I still think that you're correct in that the most likely outcome is that he enters next season, like, on a scorching hot seat. But I do think that without Ja now, that this thing could completely it could, bottom if out. If it completely yeah. unravels, um, yeah, I could see that. Um, and that gets us, by the way, to the word, that word that has been a big part of Grizzlies' dialogue uh, in, in, throughout its, our, the, the team's history, but not lately. Tank. Mm, did I didn't dust off the sound effects? I think... Well, you you already it it is certainly started. Like when people got the news, I think there was the instant reaction was depression, and then they started like, well, time to tank. Or, uh, and I, I started seeing you know tank gifts or what you know, tanks everywhere. There were tanks everywhere on social media. So let's, yeah, it was the second message in my group chat was after tank, the word tank. Yeah, so you had holy f, and then it was tank and try to get a high draft tank in a bad draft. So, I am, to be clear, as a general matter, I don't shy away from the word, mm-hmm. and I don't shy away from, from, from what, is it, what goes into it, the enterprise. I am team tank. <laughs> if you, you, think the, uh, you think San Antonio regrets tanking last year? I do not. I am team tank. Having having said that, in the context of the Memphis Grizzlies this year, at least right now, it's kind of a meaningless thing to say. This the debate tank, don't tank, whatever else. It's just kind of a meaningless debate for a couple of reasons. They're going to be bad. They're going to lose games and they don't that they don't need to be playing intentionally, playing to lose or coaching to lose in order to lose. They will do that anyway. Let nature heal itself. Let me ask you this. Were they playing to lose or coaching to lose in the first 25 games of the season? No, they were not. And yet, lose they did. Yeah, but I would argue this, though, Jeff. This is when you have to tank your hardest. Right. And then also, by the way, of course, and this people should know this, it goes without saying that it should go without saying, but people need reminding sometimes. Like there's a lot of teams out there that have done really good work, the, Jeff. The players, 
the players will not intentionally lose. No one is like no, no one is suggesting that. Will there? It, it, it is only relevant in a couple of ways. One is, um, will they build their roster more towards next year than this year? Yeah, of course, as they should, right? Um, so they're not going to do anything to fortify their roster this year. And if they could make some deal at the deadline, although it's hard to know who they would deal because they don't have many players who are attractive to anyone else, unless you want to deal, you know, Marcus Smart or Luke Kennard or or whatnot. Um, it's 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 hard to know exactly what they would do at the right. deadline, but they will be oriented towards next year and and instead of this year. And at the end of this year. As they are jockeying for position in the in the in the draft lottery, at that point, they may well play a lot of Gigi Jackson. Yeah, right? no, yeah, and even that is totally defensible. Yeah, mm-hmm. see, see what you got. Even that is totally see Jake Laravia. You know what you mean. See what you got, Gigi. See what you got. Like in the end, in the end, the last ten to fifteen games of the season. If they're some, I think now they're six from the bottom, right? And they're not, obviously, they're not going to catch, yeah, they're not going to catch know, this Detroit is the problem. or they, San Antonio. Like I said, this is the whole deal. There's a lot of teams out there that have done not, really good they're, work. They're not bad enough. Who's who's demonstrably going to be in the top five? I think it's, there's a very clear, you have Detroit, San Antonio, and then there becomes kind of a log jam with Washington and Charlotte. How many games ahead of Washington and Charlotte are you, though? How many more wins? You are seven. You're seven wins behind Washington, and you are yeah. five wins behind. Charlotte. Yeah, you're not catching either. Of those. So I mean, listen. Here's the last ten for Detroit: one and nine. The last ten for San Antonio: one and nine. The last ten for Washington: two and eight. The last. Uh, the last ten for Charlotte: one and nine. The Gri- Portland four and six in their last ten, and the Grizzlies six and four. Yeah. Um, if if you look down. Uh, teams that will be have better lottery odds than you are Detroit, San Antonio, Washington, and Charlotte. I'm telling you that right now. They're going to have better lottery. Odds I, yeah, than you. you're going to have to do the some highest you would work. do would be fifth from the bottom, um, and then you are in a in a, and and even there, there's a three game gap with Portland. Um, uh, but then you've got Portland, Memphis. Atlanta, Toronto, Brooklyn. The Grizzlies are going to be in there somewhere. You know, I, I actually think where they are right now might be where I predict them to, to that's, be. That's probably about right. You Honestly. Could, I think you could talk me into maybe five, but I, I think Maybe right. five, maybe seven, whatever else. That's where they're going to be in the draft lottery. And if you've done any work on looking at the NBA draft this year, it stinks. It stinks. And so I was talking to someone yesterday. There's always good players in the draft. Actually, no. Like, there, there is always, you can always go through any draft, I bet, and find an all-star, right? But you can go through some top, some lotteries and not. Like, you can go through some lotteries and it's just whiff after whiff after whiff Still after whiff draft. after whiff. Yeah, they're just, now, the good thing is the Grizzlies, even if they make that pick, they're not looking for one of their three best players. You know, like, they have their three best players. They're not trying to find, if you're Detroit drafting in this crappy draft, right? Um, or if you're Washington, let's just say that's even more true. If you're Washington drafting in this crappy draft, you're trying to find a tent pole, right? You're trying to find you're trying to find John Morant. Yeah, this is an awful draft to find John Morant. Maybe not such an awful draft to find a player who can be the third or fourth player around John Morant. And don't tell me, by the way, that you don't want the Grizzlies to ever draft again because now they're bad at drafting. And, no, they were really good at drafting, and then they whiffed on drafting, and they will keep drafting, and maybe they'll hit on more drafts. You don't give up on the draft just because their last few drafts have not been promising. You hope that they recall what it was that caused them to identify uh, John Morant and Desmond Bain and Brandon Clark and uh, Santi Aldama, and if you have to draft, you draft. Either way, you may end up flipping that pick it's the best asset you will have. You may end up flipping that pick for help. But, yes, that's where we are. But am I going to be rooting for the Grizzlies to lose? No. Well, In the last is... 10 games, might I be rooting for the Grizzlies to lose? Well, you're going yes. To, you're, going to bridge, Absolutely. you're going to bridge too far for me. Uh, there's not a competitive enterprise. I'm rooting for them to lose. 
I would say this, though. While it's not deemed I'm to be... I'm not actually rooting for them to lose. I, I don't think it's a competitive enterprise. So they're, I don't either, but I'm not I'm, like, I'm, I'm not going to go to the games tonight and if they hope, lose. No, but... But I mean, I mean, if they win, if you, there are there are moments when in past drafts, both in the Bills, like if I were, I would have been actively wishing for my team, your Giants, to lose. I will not for be Sunday. wishing for them Sunday. To lose. I was I was die Eagles die anyway. That was so awesome. that's where we're. It's a crappy draft, but yes, but we will talk a, about. It's tanking. a bad draft, but there is the thought that there could be some good bigs in there, and that might be a position of need for the Grizzlies. Yep, that's true too. Uh, yes, there there could be some some good bigs in the draft, um, and then the last thing I guess I would say is, yes, this sucks. We, it's where we started. There's it's unavoidable. Um, there, uh, gloom settled over the city shortly after nine p.m. last night, and I mean hell, like we can we can tell that our ratings go up when John Morant yes. plays, you know, and that's fun for us when our ratings go up, but it's also it's a measure of His excitement, impact. of enthusiasm in everything. And so it stinks. It stinks if you're a season ticket holder. <laughs> I was talking to someone yesterday. They live in Atlanta, and their grandmother gave them tickets for the whole family to come see John in the MLK game. Well, they'll still be playing the MLK game, mm-hmm. but no jaw. And uh, so it stinks. It is also true. It doesn't have to be the end of the world. And teams take gap years. Teams have no good, very bad years. And they fortify themselves and they come back and they do just fine. The Warriors are the team that I don't like to to think about uh, or or glory in their successes. But uh, two years before they won the title... Steph got hurt. Clay got hurt. Steph missed almost all the year. Clay missed all the year. And that's the year they finished in the lottery. They wasted it on James Wiseman. But there you were. Uh, the next year, they was the play in when they lost to the Grizzlies. And the next year, they won the title. Like, you can stink because of injury and regroup and be just fine. Another example of that is the world champion Denver Nuggets. When Jamal Murray... Missed the season. They weren't very... Yes, they made the playoffs. They lost, I think, in five in the first round. Like, they just weren't very good. They didn't have their, they didn't have their second best player. Jamal, like, injury. Injury shapes. Look at, look at the Clippers. Look at the Pels, right? Like, look, like, injury, sadly, shapes the reality in the NBA. But if you have a moment when you have all your players healthy and together... And if in the interim, because you've been in the lottery, you actually happen to gather more assets? Look right now. Look at what Oklahoma City has, right? You're envious of what Oklahoma City has because they got this young core, but they got a million draft assets too. Well, this is an opportunity to go in and add to the core and come back next year. It does not have to mean that uh, it will be doom and gloom forever. Maybe that is small consolation, but I 100% believe that to be true. Do you believe that to be true? Yeah, I think the the bigger issue that I'm having is not necessarily whether or not I think like this is the end of a run because I'm with you. It's like it was a it was a crap season. You had terrible injury luck. It's funny. <laughs> I love that. it was a crap season. Yeah, it's it's not even half over. Yeah, no, it's over. <laughs> um my bigger concern is this isn't a labrum injury is not like it's one of the few injuries we haven't really figured out, like with surgery. Now, that oftentimes matters a lot more with, you know, baseball, baseball yeah. and, and football. But it is a shoulder. It, 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 well, uh, listen, if you want to go total doom and gloom here, one, what was one of the concerns about John Moran? It, he's, a small, honestly, he's an undersized guard. The concern was not that he's going to be uh, waving a gun on Instagram. Like, right. that was never what we actually feared. What we feared was... He is a undersized guard who plays 20 feet off the floor and tries to dunk on everybody's head, and he's breakable. He is just going to be breakable. And so I think, yes, that reality uh, has come to bed. Look, listen, you look, look, at, look at Penny Hardaway. Look at Penny Hardaway's NBA career. Yeah. Now, m- 
there have been medical advances since then. But yes, if you want to go doom and gloom to think, my God, that was it. Like that, we've seen the best of John Morant. I don't believe that. But Jeffrey just went there. I don't believe that. Uh, but Jeffrey did uh, just go there. All right, here's what we're going to do. Uh, Chris Harrington's going to join us at 10 o'clock. We do have the national championship game to talk about. We've got a lot of other things to talk about. Um, and, uh, and we also have Fish on Friday on Tuesday in the second hour. Uh, if you want to uh, uh, react to the news, get anything off your chest, just grieve openly, honestly. Sometimes it helps to get it out. Uh, or uh, tell us how you're going to approach the rest of this season. Uh, we'll take your calls in the next segment. 901-445-0929. 901-445-0929 is the phone number. If you'd rather just mourn in silence, I respect that as well. Uh, but that's what we will do coming up next. Uh, in the meantime, uh, let me tell you that if you are selling your house, Josh Heisaw and his team, that's who to call. I was talking to this woman named Charlotte, and she was selling her parents' house. And, hey, you know, your parents' house, A, there's an emotional connection there, and B, it's not always fully up to date if they're older folks or whatever, and you're just worried you're going to get, you know, you're going to get some lowball offer. Well, she, she met with Josh. Um, they went to work. And very quickly, her house was sold, and she could not have been happier. Uh, it's Josh Heisaw. Uh, he can do for Charlotte what he, uh, he can do for you, what he did for Charlotte. The phone number is 901-461-8147, 901-461-8147. Or you can uh, look them up at joshsellsthemidsouth.com. All right, we're taking your calls. Coming up next, 445-0929, 445-0929. Uh, then Chris will join the show. Jeff Hawkins, 92.9 FM ESPN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. They've got Memphis sports in their DNA. From the Tigers' court to the Grizzlies' hardwood. I mean, so they're just trying to manufacture offense the only way they can, which is just voice three. It's the Jason and John Show. Middays, 11 till 2 on 92.9 FM ESPN. BetMGM, authorized gaming partner of the NBA, invites you to be a major baller this season. And here's your opportunity for a fast break at BetMGM. Whether your wager ends up being nothing but net or not. Right now, existing customers can log into their account and receive an NBA bet insurance token. Simply log in to your already created account to receive a token. Add a wager on any NBA game to your bet slip and activate the token. If your wager is an air ball with the token attached, you'll receive your stake back in bonus bets up to $25. Don't miss out on your chance to turn an air ball into a major rebound with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 plus to wager. Tennessee only. Existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789. Your chance to join the best in blue, the Memphis Police Hiring Expo is coming up. We've got 2nd Lieutenant Christopher Freeman here to tell us about it. The expo will be January 27th at 170 North Main from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Chris, what would you tell anyone who's interested but not sure about making a change. This has been the best decision I've made. This is where you should be. Come be the change you want to see. The Memphis Police Hiring Expo, Saturday, January 27th from 11 to 3. All the info at joinmpd.com. Hey, Kathy, you know, I've been seeing those State Farm commercials. You guys have built quite a team. Holmes, Kelsey, Derrick Henry. Bundle my auto and my homes. Oh, yeah. Steve, we're proud of that team, and I'm proud of my team. Your team is awesome. I know firsthand. If there's a question or problem, they're on top of it. My name is on the sign outside, but it's my talented team inside that makes the difference. Hey, call Kathy Thurman Edwards, State Farm agent on Brookhaven Circle. 901-767-7744. I'm not as cute as Jake, but I'm better looking than a lizard. 
Denise has been playing jazz for 40 years. Last concert, one of the musicians fell sick with RSV. Respiratory syncytial virus, or RSV, is a highly contagious virus that can lead to breathing problems. This time, she's choosing to help protect herself with Pfizer's RSV vaccine, Abrisvo. Abrisvo is a vaccine for the prevention of lower respiratory tract disease caused by respiratory syncytial virus, RSV, in adults 60 years of age and older. Abrisvo is not for everyone and may not protect all who receive the vaccine. Don't get Abrisvo if you've had a severe allergic reaction to its ingredients. People with a weakened immune system may have a decreased response to Abrisvo. The most common side effects are tiredness, headache, pain at the injection site, and muscle pain. Ask your pharmacist or doctor about Pfizer's RSV vaccine, Abrisvo, respiratory syncytial virus vaccine. For full prescribing information, please call 1-844-989-7284 or visit abrisvo.com. Brought to you by Pfizer. The game is not over until we say it is. So it's never over. Unsportsmanlike. Weekday mornings with Evan, Candy, and Michelle from 5 a.m. till 9 a.m. On 92.9 FM ESPN. For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, Because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Wendy's new breakfast two for $3 Biggie bundles let you create your own delicious combo. Choose from a sausage biscuit, egg and cheese biscuit, small seasoned potatoes, and a medium hot coffee. But it's obvious which combo's the best. Sausage biscuit and small seasoned potatoes. Well, maybe it's the fresh cracked egg and cheese biscuit with a medium hot coffee. Or two savory sausage biscuits. Yeah, whichever you pick, you can't go wrong. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new two for $3 Biggie bundles. Limited time only. U.S. price and participation may vary. Not valid in a combo. Single item at regular price. As good as the regular season is, there's nothing like NFL Super Wild Card Weekend. Six games, three days. For these teams, it's win or go home, but you'll always have a spot in the playoffs with FanDuel. You know they're America's number one sports book. FanDuel has so many ways for you to pick up a W. And I tell you what, for these playoffs in terms of this first Super Wild Card Weekend, I'm rolling with the Dallas Cowboys. New customers get started with $150 in bonus bets guaranteed. When you place your first $5 bet, you can put it on the Cowboys or whoever you're favorite team is in these playoffs. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Smith to join today. That's FanDuel.com slash J-S-M-I-T-H. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL, and of course of 929 FM ESPN. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee Redline at one 800 889-9789. It's flu season. Protect yourself and loved ones with a seasonal flu shot from the Shot Nurse. Plus, to save yourself a trip, you can safely get the flu shot at the same time as other vaccines, including the latest bivalent COVID-19 booster. And the flu shot is free with most insurance. Get the protection you need with a personal touch at the Shot Nurse. With three locations, it's fast, convenient, and easy. Protection you need with a personal touch. Nurse. Jeff's guests appear on the Frame Corner phone lines. Frame Corner, with expert custom and do-it-yourself framing since 1975 on Park Avenue in East Memphis. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Again, some annual sale going on at Oak Hall. I was there. Listen, I, uh, I, uh, it's the place where I go. I was there this weekend, and it was popping. I, I actually asked Paul, who uh, shepherds me through over there, I said, what is going on today? And he says, it's some annual sale. That's a Saturday during the some annual sale. People aren't, re- aren't dumb. They know they take advantage of great savings, beautiful clothes, uh, and uh, and I did uh, bought things for myself, and got two shirts for myself, and I got a uh, uh, sweater and two pairs of pants for my son Peter, 
And uh, so now's the time. It's semi-annual sale. Fall and winter merchandise on sale. You just walk through, and there's oh, there's piles and racks and racks of of things with incredible savings. And um, and a lot of smart people are taking advantage of it. So get over there yourself sometime soon. It's O'Call. It's semi-annual sale. Do not miss it. All right. Phone number is 445-0929, 445-0929. And we open up the phones uh, in the wake of the news about John Morant. So you can get anything that you want off your chest. Grief. Uh, determination, uh, an eye to the future, whatever strikes you. If you want to uh, get it off your chest, we are here for you. Uh, then we do have a lot of other matters to get to. Chris Harrington, by the way, has confirmed he will be here at 10 o'clock. Jeffrey, who are we starting with? Jeffrey, start with Seth and Bartlett. Seth, you're on. Seth, how are you? Hey, guys. Uh, first of all, Jeff, congrats on the Bills. But um, Thanks. Man, I, 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 like you guys, I was watching the championship game last night and just absolutely devastated by this news. But I think... The thing that really devastates me the most, and maybe you guys have seen this, is Jaws tweets. You know, just thinking about, like, what he's going through right now, just coming back, trying to prove everyone, you know, he's in a good space. And then having to deal with this, it sucks. It sucks for the city. It sucks for him. It sucks for the team. Um, that's one of the things I do want to say is I hope, um, my hope is that the city and, and the fans will show up for the other guys who have worked their butts off to be in this position. And uh, like you said, it's probably not going to go super great at times and so i hope we continue to support them the way they deserve and maybe the front office will do something that front offices can't usually do which is uh not worry about now and think about the future so hopefully it'll turn out to be something good but it just sucks all around so thanks seth appreciate it yeah. phone number is 445-0929-445-0929 we got other uh julie who's a regular uh who's a regular listener of the show she has uh, she's she has tweeted at us Sitting at the pulmonologist, listening to you guys. We appreciate that, by the way. And I have to say, there is still basketball to play, and you might have given up on this team, but I am not. Uh, my heart breaks for job, but our team will fight. Uh, and so there's that certainly sentiment out there as well. I've only given up on the... I have given up on the notion of making the play-in. That is true. Uh, that, that, that is what I have given up on. But we will take your calls on this. 445-0929-445-0929. Who's next, Jeffrey? Jeff, we go to Chester in Orange Mound. Chester, you're on. Hey, Chester. Chester. Ah. Hello. Are you there? Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah we, here, we got here. you. We got you now. Okay. Yeah, in honor of the old uh, Gary Parrish show, I'm, I'm letting my, my phone go underwater here. <laughs> like you, you know, yeah, right. Exactly. Um, yeah. <laughs> I um, I, I'm gonna say I guess the the Memphis Grizzlies are especially in trying to help the grief counseling places here in Memphis, which is slow leaking uh, constant pain on us <sighs> with uh thing after thing after thing. But I'm 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 okay. I sent a I sent a tweet to you. Uh, I'm actually okay. I'm gonna say it like this. Uh, Ja is now on the Georgia timeline where he, you know he gets hurt that for the whole year. We can see the swimming pool montage of him coming back. Uh, so I, I look for that. Every every team loses their superstar for at least one year. They never make it all the way through their career. So I'm not worried about that. Um, I want to see literally Jaron Jackson continue to grow up. I don't care what anybody has to say about his ability. If Joke, if Jokic fat, you know what I want to say. If Jokic fat ass can get can get ten boards a game, uh, Triple J can get eight, nine, ten boards a game. I want to see that continue. I want to see Bain continue to perfect this mid-range finger roll <laughs> that he has. He got, he has. Uh, we still got BC coming back. Uh, I would love to see uh, us, our front office also not be afraid to go ahead and see some of the people fail that they picked. You pick Laravia. Put him out there and let him fail. He's going to fail and get rid of him to the ball. Um, go ahead uh, with Gigi. I don't care at this point. Put anybody out there. Why are you waiting on it? And even I'm even mad about Lofton because if he can't play, if he can't play defense, put him out there and let me see it. Don't put him in the G League and hide him and then say, oh, he just didn't do that. Now he's gone. Now now we actually have a season where this is just be fun to see. Uh, so I am mad about that. Um, but outside of that, uh, I'm going to always take it as positive. And, again, every team superstar gets hurt at least one year where he just completely missed. All right. We appreciate the optimism. Thank you. Uh, that was a reference, right. by the way. To thanks, I appreciate it. That was a reference to the old... Back when I used to be on GP show, my phone would invariably give out, and we would say that uh, my phone was underwater. So, um, anyway, appreciate the... People are finding things People are finding things here that they're going to look forward to in the rest of this year. Uh, they're looking through the rubble, and they're saying, uh, my, 
Really interested in seeing this? Really interested in seeing this? Uh, 445-0929, 445-0929. Who's next, Jeffrey? Jeff, we get a Marcus in Raleigh. Marcus, you're on. Yes. Um, yes, Jeff. I used to read a lot of your co- uh, columns when I was a kid out of the commercial field. But, anywho. Um, <laughs> you're I making think, me feel um, old, man. How, well, you're making me, how old are you now, by the way? How old are you now? Uh, in two weeks, I'll be 42. Oh, my God. He's going to be 42, <laughs> and he read me when he was a kid. That's not good. All right, anyway, what do you have? All right, uh, well, I think the Grizzlies should just continue to compete. You know, I know in the, uh, I think it was Jaron's rookie year when they traded uh, Mark to Toronto. Yep. Um, I think they. I think that year they did try to compete for playoff contention, which they didn't get, but their other their other thing was they were trying to convey picks that they had from Bo- that they had to convey to Boston that year, and just so happens the lottery hit the way we hit and we got jobbed. So I'm thinking, just compete and see what happens. If it doesn't happen, just let the basketball guys lay where they lay. And at that point, something could excuse me, something could happen where uh, you can get a really high draft pick and probably you know, get what other draft picks for, just trading for it, trading down. Yeah, you, 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 yeah. So you can yeah. get a lot, a lot of draft revenue. All right, well, I appreciate it. Thanks for reading. Thanks for calling. Uh, phone number is 445 I do think it's important to note, I'm pretty sure at this point in Ja's sophomore year, he wasn't the, he wasn't the number two pick. Like, ja, Ja's, like, this is kind of like when he began his, his ascent. Yeah. So you're saying there's some Ja superstar out there that we're about to see? I'm just saying, if we're trying to keep it positive here. We'll go through the top five in this uh, mock draft here in a minute. Uh, 445-0929. Who's next? Jeff, let's go to Dennis in Whitehaven. Dennis, you're on. Hey, guys. How are you? Yeah, so I'm not going back down this road again. I mean, you guys took the poll on when he was out for 25 games. I was one of the guys that called in and said that, yeah, oh, man, we'll be above 500. And boy, was I wrong. So <laughs> I just, I just, I'm not. Me I too. Mean, I applaud. I, I mean, I applaud my city for on a gloomy, cold day being optimistic, yeah. man. But, but no, nah, that's not gonna happen. And I agree with what you said earlier. You, we don't have to be in the lottery. You know, maybe you can find a guy that's, you know, like you said, uh, fourth best player on the team, something like that. But now, and then my last point. I will applaud John for going head on and getting his surgery. Unlike Stephen Adams, you know, you want to heal it with herbs and roots. You know, go ahead on and get it out of the way, man. Get it over and be back next year, man. So I'm I'm looking forward to next year. All right, appreciate it. Four four five zero nine two nine. He's looking forward to next year. Uh, what's next, Jeff? Let's go to Les in South Haven. Les, you're on. Good morning, guys. Hey, it's a tough time for Memphis Grizzly basketball, but I think it's also an opportunity to where. We can. Uh, we've got time to put a team together. We've got a good core players, but we do have a lot, a lot of holes. And I think it's time for accountability, not only from ownership, but to uh, management, to coaches, and to players. I think now's the time. We need to put it all together. We're going to have to take some swings. We're going to have to do some things and be creative. But I think it is an opportunity for us to get back to where we need to be. That window of uh, winning a championship. So I think we should just take the opportunity, hold Reset. everybody accountable and say, this is it. All right. I appreciate it. Uh, 445-0929, 445-0929. Chris Harrington's written this a lot, that that the Grizzlies had a three-year window uh, heading into this year in which they could, you know, maybe go to an NBA Finals, right? After that, maybe extended beyond then, but, but the, the window is measured because that's when Jaron's contract runs out, this year and then two more. Well, the window's closed for this year. Like, the, 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 the window for getting to the NBA Finals, it's not happening this year. Getting to the play-in, I don't think is happening this year. Um, but you still have two more years, and they're, they're all that much more important. You never know which year is going to be your year. Look at Denver last year. You never know which year is going to be your year. Look at the Warriors after their run of injuries. Maybe next year is the year, and that's exactly right. You just do everything you can to make sure that next year you're giving yourself as much chance as possible to make next year the year. 445-0929. Who's next, Jeffrey? Jeff, let's go to Seth in East Memphis. Seth, you're on. Hey, guys. Hey, Jeff. 
Um, you know, I look at it like uh, kind of like this. You know, with the Grizzlies and everything, kind of with the job Morant situation, I think maybe this is a good time for the for the city and for the for the fans of the Memphis Tigers to kind of maybe put more of attention on on, uh, on them. As you know, the past few years we really haven't had that that opportunity for everyone to kind of rally behind them. So hoping uh, maybe with all this situation going on with the jaw situation and uh, stuff like that, maybe the people will realize that how how much of a potential we have of a phenomenal basketball team uh, within uh, within the city. Thanks very much. Appreciate it. There's no question that uh, the team that is going to be carrying the hopes of the city forward into the postseason this year, that is certainly the uh, the Memphis Tigers. Uh, we'll take one more. We'll take one more call on this, and we're going to wrap it up. Who's we got? Who do we got? Jeff, let's go to Tony in downtown. Tony, you're on. Hey, what's going on, Jeff? We're good. Hey, man, you know, like I said, I, I, I pray for John, man. I, I thought he got a raw deal with the 25-game suspension. And I think this is why you don't suspend players, if you, but uh, like that, not that magnitude for, for a rule that you didn't have. But um, it's unfortunate for the Grizzlies that they're getting bit by the injury bug, and I believe that they're one to make clothes on them because you don't know still will uh, Stephen Adams come back healthy or Brandon Clark. And it, clearly you need those two guys just for rebounding purposes, but, you know, this is a year that I don't think is much in a draft, and it's unfortunate for the Grizzlies, but and it's unfortunate for Ja to lose a whole season for nonsense and an injury. All right, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. I do think that's one of the inter- one of the little features of this. Like Ja, I think there's a reasonable argument that 25 games was pretty damn heavy for what Ja did, and he did not. At least uh, outwardly, Stad wasn't happy, evidently, but he didn't outwardly complain about it. He took his uh, discipline, uh, he bided his time, and he came back. And I think, and various people have mentioned this, for John himself, it's incredibly cruel. Um, he talked about in his press conference before he returned, protecting his peace, you know. Um, and it's got to be hard. Uh, you could tell in that same press conference. He the the moment when he lit up was when he talked about counting the days to be back on the basketball court again. That is what John Morant loves to do. Oh, and and, and all it. credit to him, he showed up ready to go, and he showed up ready to. You can literally see him vibrate with joy on the basketball court. That is what he loves, and uh, so yes, it's taken away from Memphis fans, but um, it's taken away from the franchise, uh, but it is taken away uh, from Ja first. And foremost, quick, uh, I'll just call up one, by the way, one little draft lottery here. Jeffrey, you ready? Uh, This one was updated three hours ago over at Yard Barker. Alexandre Saar. Alexander Saar is the number projected number one. He's the Frenchie, right? He's the French big Mm -hmm. man. Um, 7-1 French big man. So there you go. Oui, oui. Uh, Second, uh, and... This is why, you you know, it's sort of an uneven draft. Isaiah Collier, who's the point guard from USC, he had not been the number one projected number one pick for a while, and then he leapt up and he was the – and now he started to fall back again a little bit. does not seem like uh, – a it small, not, shifty point guard does not seem like the player that you would get uh, – From what I've – from also from what I've gathered – it does not seem there's a lot of consensus right now. There's no consensus. Yep. That's a, yeah, no. They, well, wildly, that's partly. If there were, when there's great players, there's consensus. Yep. You recognize now, the greatness. Here, people are re- reaching. Nikola Topic uh, is a is the Serbian. Yeah, no, he's a is he Serbian? He's a maybe playing Croatia. in the Adri- Adriatic League. He is maybe a he's, Croatian. he's a he's a big point guard. Uh, and he is uh, not, again, what the Grizzlies want. Ron Holland was the guy who was projected coming into the draft. A lot of people thought he'd been number one, but he's not been uh, very good, uh, certainly not efficient at all. Big body. He's a two, two, three guy, two, three. And, 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 uh, but he has not been very efficient. Uh, Nicole Z- is Serbian, by the way. Zachary Risiker. I also don't know France. him. I'll work on his pronunciation, I think, as we go forward. Another stud Zach Frenchman. He's a 6'10 wing. Uh, he's in the Harrison Barnes, uh, Michael Porter Jr. spectrum. Uh, Jacoby Walter. Uh, Baylor guy. Yeah. He's a... Anyway, that's the... There, there, is no, there is no consensus about any of this. There are a lot of international players, G League players 
and and I'm sure we will become more familiar with them as the time to start watching some college basketball, boys. <laughs> so there you go. Chris Harrington joins us next. Then uh, Fishman. After that, if uh, if you have uh, in the new year, if you decided, you know what, this 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 piece of art or this uniform or these tickets or this program or whatever, it's time to get it framed. Time to save. If you have it just sitting in the corner, nothing will ever come of it. If you take it in to the frame corner to get it framed, you will have it forever. It gives you a chance to display it so you can see it every day. Uh, and then also it's something that you will have that you can hand out. Like framing something um, uh, celebrates it. Uh, it gives it the attention it deserves. And Frame Corner Memphis, you can walk in and buy a frame at Frame Corner Memphis right there on Park Avenue. But they do spectacular custom framing. Uh, that is their specialty. Unbelievably great custom framing. So whatever it is that you're having uh, framed for yourself or for someone else in your family, uh, it's 5035 Park Avenue, 5035 Park Avenue, framecornermemphis.com. We got Harrington coming up next. Jeff Calkin Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. PJ 